0: DJ Playboy <laughs> What's good Josh, your man DJ Playboy Back with another episode of the Perfect Talk Podcast And I hate to do an episode without my dog, my brother, my mans but he's Girl, scream like I'm key <laughs> What's good brother? What it is, what it is, what it do, how
1: you feeling? I'm good Chilling man, how's everything with you?
0: I can't complain man, can't complain Started a new trend the past couple of weekends with um, Starting my morning with a bike ride and okay. Yeah. Cast uh, past couple Saturdays and I did it again this morning. Um it's smooth, man. Really, really refreshing. Really good way to clear your mind and um start your day off. But as we're getting older, I'm turning thirty eight next week. You turned thirty eight a few weeks ago. It's like when you do that morning workout back in the day, you just do your morning workout, boom, head to work, do your do your thing. Now you really I wanna take a nap after that morning workout shit. Like shit hit you differently, bro. Yeah, man,
1: I'm getting knee pain, knee aches, back aches. I'm seeing a chiropractor, trying to work out, I'm trying to work out through the pain. Cause I know, you know, I try to rest for the pain to go away, but then I end up not in the gym, and I need the gym to stay healthy. So it's, it's so I gotta figure something out. We was talking before the, before we started recording about. Uh, like diets, not di- like hardcore diets. Like I'm going to go full keto or full vegan, mm-hmm. or you know, join PETA or some shit like that. But, <laughs> but more so like just kind of cleaning your shit up a little bit, and how like some old ass athletes like showing some improvement through their diets, like Tom Brady and Chris Paul. I mean the 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 last the last uh, NBA playoff series, notwithstanding. Mm -hmm. is chris paul everybody's like he's showing his age but at the end of the day he looked 33 but chris paul's like 36 37 Mm -hmm. and that's pretty impressive
0: hell yeah bro i i i got a a big respect for them um athletes doing it at a later age because now some shit's happening where i'm going to sleep okay right and i'm like i don't got no aches or pains and then i'm waking up like what my ankle hurt my knee hurt i'm like am i sleeping wrong <laughs> like how this? How this don't make no damn sense. Like what the fuck is going yeah, on? Also, like you alluded yeah, and, not, to. and not
1: just athletes, not just athletes. uh Just even celebrities, old ass celebrities like Common and Method Man, dudes mm-hmm. is vegan.
0: And they and look good. They look they, terrific. Yeah, no homo. They, they, they uh, Can you say that anymore? My fault. <laughs> Pause. Uh, I don't even know if that's cancelable, but yeah, no, nah, they they looking good for their age. Yeah. That's what I want to look like when I'm when I'm their age. Shit. So yeah. Um. No, it, it's, it, it's something like, it, I don't know how to explain it, bro. But like you said, as we get older, you just want to go into it gracefully. You don't want to um, feel them aches and pains. And you you said it, you, you you said it when you get away from the gym, that's where you need to be, right? You're like, damn, I can't take no time off. That's where I need to be. Because I noticed the same thing it's like, if I'm not active, I'm in more pain. Like, my knees hurt more. My joints hurt more. I'm like, I was like it's like backwards. You would think, you know, not being active, I, I'm letting them rest a little bit. It's like, nah, if I, don't hit, if I don't hit that exercise bike or, you know what I mean, do what I do, it's like, nah, them, them, I stiffen up kind of. It's weird. Yeah, you got to pick your pain, I guess, because
1: it's either going to be one way. You get the little aches and the little spasms or whatever versus your whole shit just being extra tight. It takes you like 15 minutes to warm up before you get to start your day in the morning shit like that
0: the, the fucking stretching right i never was a stretching guy yeah now I, you, you don't stretch man <laughs> you setting yourself up for, for failure <laughs> i never was a stretching guy man never at all
1: yeah, yeah man fun of the that, people that stretching, stretching on the basketball
0: court <laughs> <laughs> word
1: and i don't play basketball no more i be stretching and shit just stretching my quads and my hip flexes and
0: shit this not a the game's real, man. But um, it's a blessing, you know. what I'm saying I'm, I'm, I got 38 coming up next week. Um, looking forward to it, man. Life, life's scary, bro. It's, it's, it's so much shit going on. Obviously, we just dealt with Corona. We um, see the war going on overseas in Ukraine, and, and sometimes you put yourself in those people's positions. Like, yo, they was they was just living their life, and now people just had to uproot and 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 from their country or, or they're surrounded by war. And, um, I I, I try not to take things for granted. I try to just show more gratitude for every day and that I'm given. And, you know, just, just, it's a blessing, right? Just if I could find 80 things to be mad about, but let me, let me focus on a couple good things that, that I got today. You know, my hands work, my legs work, my feet, you know what I mean? Like your heart work. I ain't got no crazy diseases. So it's definitely a blessing. And, um, something that 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 just puts life in perspective was that tragedy that happened in Buffalo uh last week um it was a mass shooting uh, I'm sure you heard about it Keith I'm uh, I'm sure a lot of people out there obviously at this point have heard about it but it was basically uh racist uh white supremacist young guy right 18 I know uh yeah I think he's uh, a little bit older than 18 right uh if I'm not mistaken yeah. It, what he, he traveled to Buffalo. Um, he said that was the most populated, uh, the neighborhood he went to. He said that was the most populated area for uh black, I guess, uh, just black people. Just most populated area for black people up there. Drove a few hours out to Buffalo and um started a mass shooting in the parking lot and then went inside the top supermarket and was trying to kill as much black people as he he could find. He um he killed ten people and wounded three others. Um, I believe eight of those were black people, uh, the people that died were black, two were white. Um, his name was Peyton Gendron. Um, it, it, it's, he had a whole manifesto pretty much explaining, you know, that this is what he wanted to do and that his goal was to kill as many black people as possible. Um, he had a lot of stuff in his past. He had, uh, threatened to do a, 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 a mass shooting suicide. Um, I think when he was in high school and they they took him to you know be evaluated but they let him go um had he had been involuntarily committed it probably would have prevented this but no they let him they let him back out he was allowed to buy a AR15 style gun um the the owner of the gun store said you know no red flags came up during the background check um so this kid was basically just given the freedom to go be crazy you know what I mean? Uh, for lack of a better term, to suffer from his mental illness, whatever it is, and just be be guided by just, uh, just hatred, right? It's just it's nuts, man, and it hurts that in in today's day and age that that is something that we um still gotta suffer from. Like you 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 would think like yo, that's that's some civil rights, you know what I'm saying? That's some olden days type shit, but nah, it's still happening in 2022. Yeah, definitely, in a, in a, in a
1: northern city like Buffalo. I, I, you know, me coming from a northern city, I think that the feeling is that when you grow up in a black neighborhood, the feeling is like, all right, you know, they leave us alone. We interact at work or you know, or the doctor's office or whatever. And like stuff like this will, you know, you know, the concept of white on white violence and black on black violence because you do uh, violence against the people in your community, like pretty much proximity. Mm hmm. Like that's a jarring thought that I think he drove hours, right? I'm not sure where he drove from, but like like two hours. Yeah, like that, like that that concept of that of like that it's it's a crazy concept. It's almost like like foreign invasion. You know what I'm saying? Like reminds me of the church thing, the, the the church shooting in South Carolina, like the dude made a point to go into the to the church, sit there and then massacre people. Like is this is a scary? The concept
0: is scary. Yeah, I guess he was a student at SUNY Broom, or maybe pronounced that wrong. B r o o m e. But yeah, it's it's, yeah, it's it it really is mind-baffling. And then the fact of the matter, there was there was there's a ton of shootings that that weekend. Um, something happened in Milwaukee. There was a church shooting in California. It, 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 so it's kind of like you're you're so numb to it. But I think why this stings a little bit more and why it, it it hits a little bit more is because when someone writes a hundred and eighty page manifesto, which is where the fuck you get time to write all that, just spewing racist, just ideologies and what what he envisions for the world, it's just like um, when someone travels that distance, like you said, it's like and kills somebody. Now, it, I in my opinion, I think it, it'll be very difficult for the family members of those victims to not have racist feelings themselves, right? Like, it, it, it'd be very hard to forgive and be like, all right, well, I can I can just judge white people, I guess, for who they are individually. It's like, nah, I'm sure this is gonna sting, bro. This is gonna it's, psychologically change your opinion of white people, maybe, you know what I'm saying? And based off the act of one idiot, you know what I'm saying? Of yeah. one, one, one kid, <laughs> not even a grown man, who should not have access to this type of weapon just, you know what I mean, it's, it's nuts, and then you got the, uh, what's his name, Tucker Carlson's, and the, the people who spew this shit online, that they don't even wanna, like, they're not even gonna stand up and be like, alright, yo, you know, maybe, you know, we're spewing the wrong thing, or maybe we're saying the wrong thing, they keep on doing the shit, They keep on raising, like, little motherfuckers, like, there's an idiots out there that, that don't know the difference between reality and the fantasy world, you know what I mean, and it's, it's, it's crazy, man, it's sickening, but just the fact that with the accessibility to weapons that we have in this country, is nuts with the amount of mental health uh, people suffering from mental health issues in this country.
1: Yeah, all the accessibility to to weapons and and just uh, sick ideas like the whole replacement theory thing and and, and all that so called replacement theory. Like, what does that mean? Um, I heard that term, but ex- can you explain that
0: maybe a little bit better for me?
1: Basically, non-white, non-American people replacing uh white people pretty much oh, white so americans like they're,
0: they're scared that their numbers are going down because they're being they feel like they're being replaced exactly
1: pretty much like they, they're the, the you know they're the inheritors of america so they you know you know basically they don't want others to take their shit like this is from their perspective mm. <laughs> even though they took someone else's shit <laughs> exactly it's, yeah you know a lot of shit about the country's fucked up. Like, I won't lie to you. I ain't going nowhere else. <laughs> you hear a lot of, lot of comedians <laughs> to tell that joke, man, where do you expect me to go? You expect me to go, you know, like Mike, I think Mike Epson is special. He'd be like, yo, you go, you go to Africa. The dude's like, man, it's foreigner over here. He's like, where are you going to go? And, and that's kind of what it is. So, me, you mean know, I think America's still, still the greatest country for me. But, mm-hmm. like, just the history of it there's a lot of poison you know just coursing through the 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 veins of of America and American culture and you know that's that's scary for work i might have to travel to to um to like the west virginia area mm-hmm. and i was just looking at the maps and i was like damn man do i do i really want to do this shit can i can i go to <laughs> hr and be <laughs> And that's
0: funny, because you've never been to West Virginia. You're just going off of what you know, heard about West Virginia, I'm assuming, right? Like, yo. <laughs> it might be dope yo, as fuck I, out I, there. I won't, yo, I'll go
1: over to Pennsylvania just look over with binoculars, just like, like, not
0: yet. <laughs> <laughs> Keith's like, what's the route from the airport to the hotel? <laughs> <This> is, <laughs> that's all I'm sticking to.
1: Word <laughs> up, man. Yo, that, it's, it's crazy, but... uh. Yeah, man, that that, that 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 whole concept is is just crazy in 2022, and you know, I I know a lot of people equiv like what's the word like they they almost like waffle they're like yeah you know the internet is good it's not really the internet yeah there's a lot of factors and we could we could speak about a few of them but we can say part of it's the the internet like just the nature of the internet it brings a lot of good things but like the 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 easy access to ideas like this is, is dudes used to have to go to a library or bump like happen to meet a dude at AA or something mm-hmm. to get these ideas. Now you just, you know, you stumble on a YouTube video and be like, oh, word. Yeah. That's true. They're they going to replace us.
0: It's the same thing with pedophiles, right? Like, the pedophiles always existed but then the internet came out and now you just, these motherfuckers are trading shit back and forth, right? Or, uh, right. like child porn or some, some dumb shit like that. It's like the internet is great. Both, you know, both things can be true. Internet can be great and it also could be a very disgusting place and the fact that it's, shared ideas it, that's all the internet really is right it's just you're sharing ideas um and that you're allowing people to have access to those ideas and uh yeah that's going to be great in a lot of things and it's going to be indifferent in a lot of things and a lot of it's going to be disgusting and i think that's that's the just the reality of, of life right it's just it is just what it is and what gets me mad is that stuff like this exists right you have a mass shooting that's racially motivated. But then you'll have people say, "No, no, critical critical race theory. Let's not let's not teach white kids it's about history. We don't want to make them All sad." Right. <laughs> and it's like I know, like I'm belittling and I'm making it seem like it's trivial. But no, it's it's, it's like you don't want to make somebody feel sad because of what people they quote unquote ancestors did. Like it's like what are you talking about, bro? Like this, you're what? Is, so you're 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 trying to hide the past, but then you want to spread this nonsense about being replaced. You know what I'm saying? It's like you're picking and choosing the uh, what reality you want to live in, and it's it's raising little Peyton Gendrons, whatever the fuck his name is. Like, you know what I mean? To be like this. This kid don't... He don't got no common sense. This kid, you know what I'm saying? Like, he probably was just... A, he probably literally suffered from the same thing like the Columbine kids suffer from, but then this just gave him a cause. You know what I'm saying? He probably was going to be fucked up one way or another, but now we just gave him something to, to fucking put his passion behind. And it's like... Right. Like you said, the internet just is access the accessibility to dumb ideas as well as smart ones is are both out there, and it's what people choose to expose themselves to. Um, but yeah, man, I want to try a new segment up here, Keith. You know, we've been we've been doing the show for a long time, and I think it's time to introduce a little segment. Um, usually, we link up like every two weeks, so some things happen in the news that we don't get to. You know what I'm saying? Kick it. So there's a new segment I want to call Last, Last Week's News. Week. And I think since last time we spoke, this might have happened more than last week, but um, we didn't get to talk about this. We, we mentioned Chris Paul earlier, um, but I don't know if you've seen the footage when he was arguing uh, with a fan uh, from the court, um, come to find out uh, that that fan was escorted out because he was harassing Chris Paul's mother, Um, kept tapping Chris Paul's mother on the shoulder saying happy Mother's Day um, while yelling out profanities at the Phoenix Suns. Um, this happened in Dallas during the, the, the series against Dallas. Um, and, and the Mavericks, uh, staff made sure, you know, he was kicked out and banned for life, but it's just like, what the fuck is going on with NBA fans, bro? <laughs> like what makes you go into an NBA? It, it, football used to have that stereotype where people be wilding out at football games, but now it's like at basketball games, it's like they enter the arena doors and just lose their damn mind. Yeah. I, I don't know. <laughs> You know what? I, I'm a I'm
1: i I'm a just say I'm gonna be that guy, man. It's the media, but it's, 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 it's but here's here's why I say it because uh um the NBA has become such a uh entertainment uh entity that it just has more eyes and people feel like you know like people feel it's that dude to fuck with. You know what I'm saying? Like you see a bunch of dudes in a room and somebody comes. To you and just fucks with you for some reason. Like I guess that's the NBA. They have, you have access to the court, right? Unlike the NFL. But the NFL people jump over and like do sh- like streaky shit. Like they run across the field or something like that. Like hijinks. Mm-hmm. But now people are just doing weird har- harassing stuff. I guess people in baseball and other sports harass fans too. Fans harassing each other. But the, the NBA, I guess, just because the cameras on them, you just notice all this wild shit like the protesters and. And uh and, and harassment, harassing shit like this, people harassing the players and all that. And they're the closest uh, to the players.
0: Now that you mention it, like right. the, about the way the setup the arena set up, they're the closest to them. They can actually hear the shit that they're yelling at though. Right. Exactly, exactly.
1: Uh it it's sad that they did that, man. His, his I think
0: it was his mom and his wife that they harassed, right? hmm What
1: That's level of insane. research
0: do you gotta do to know what Chris Paul's mom looked like? Like I don't, I wouldn't know that off the top. I don't even know what LeBron's mom looks like at this point. Like maybe back when when she was used to be, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. But it's like I wouldn't know. I'd have to overhear our conversation, right? You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I wouldn't know that was just, that, that, that's crazy. And then, but the audacity to touch her, <laughs> like what do you do? What's right. wrong with you, bro? Like it's it's the people are wilding, man. But yeah, it's. it's and the, the sad thing about it is probably probably don't even learn his lesson, kid. You know what I'm saying? Like little kid, he looked pretty young when they kicked him out. You know what I'm saying? Like probably to do some dumb shit like that again. Um, because alcohol was in, was part of it. You know, he was kept being served alcohol. As a matter of fact, Chris Paul's wife went to tell security to stop to tell the the bar's tenders to stop serving him alcohol, um, because he was so lit. And it's just like, it, yeah, like you you mix those two elements. The closer to the players, the their family being around. Feeling like you could just say any old thing because you because the logo on your shirt is <laughs> like nah man like they 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 gotta calm that shit down because this is getting to a point where it's just it's escalating it's getting worse and worse and something is gonna happen somebody is gonna go up in them stands and 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 malice in the palace on the, on one of these dudes man
1: yeah man uh, and, and might not get fined heavily for maybe you get suspended for a game and get like fifty thousand dollars because they're like ah, I get it like it's kind of like Dude. well hopefully that would be the case like. People getting out of hand. They go, go handle it. Uh, I just mentioned protesters. I think for uh, it was like animal rights, right? The, the, in Minnesota, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, they was they were wild. <laughs> yeah, I guess fans must think uh, folks in Minneapolis is them dudes. They're like, yeah, Let's go to Minneapolis. Do this shit. I don't think we could get away with this shit in, in Milwaukee. But uh, the dude, um, I forgot the actor's name. It's, it's a he's like eighty years old. He glued himself, like, you see how they try to glue themselves to the court mm-hmm. in Minnesota? Mm-hmm. The dude glued himself to the countertop in Starbucks. <laughs> for the, for animal rights? For animal rights, because Starbucks charges for for plant-based milk.
0: <laughs> I think people just be losing their damn He has a platform, right? I forgot, you, I remember you, you sent me an article, but it, it, he's an actor of some sort. So it's like, you got a platform, bro. <laughs> this, yeah this is the best way to go about it and and he's pretty famous he's not he's not a
1: i can, see i can't even remember his name but he, when you see him you're like oh that's the dude from uh whatever you might confuse the movie oh that's the dude from uh true lies or some shit nah he wasn't in true lies he looked like he would have been in die hard and i don't know if he was in die hard but it, he looked like a dude who would be casted as a villain in die hard and uh yeah i mean it's it's you know, I think Star, you know, Starbucks is them dudes because Dunkin' Donuts charges charges for uh, plant based milk. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't get that attention though. He want he wanted the attention. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I guess yeah. It's, the, it's the, the he was protesting saying that they should give it for free. Mm-hmm. And you know, I mean, from a business perspective, <laughs> plant based milk costs <laughs> a lot of money. I, that's that would be a tough one if you're a small coffee shop owner. Is that, that's a difficult one to you know. Unless If, he, you own, just charge if you. he
0: owned a coffee shop, he would do the same thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's just business, dog. Like, come on, man. But, um, Keith, in last week's news, uh, Alabama corrections officer Vicki White and escaped inmate Casey White finally had their 11-day manhunt brought to an end, ending in a police chase. Um, if you're not familiar with this story, Vicki White was a corrections officer for, I believe, over 20 years Had outstanding record and uh decided to help an inmate casey white which she was not related to in any way um escape from jail um i've I've done some research on it It looks like they had met previously a few years ago then he got moved to a different prison um when he had been sent back for a crime he had done or confessed to to that area i guess he had linked back up with shorty um and from what other inmates say you know he received special treatment like he got extra food and he got extra uh just just privileges. Um, at first, uh, it was weird because she had just announced her retirement uh, abruptly, even though she never filed any paperwork. She sold her house out the blue. Um, it looks like something that she was planning for a while. Um, spent money on men's clothes and wigs and just all types of stuff, I guess, to help with their escape. Um, and literally walked him right out the front door <laughs> saying she was taking him to an evaluation, drove to a parking lot, left the cop car and hopped in a, in a, a car that she bought with a fake name. So she was in in (laughs) she was down at first they actually thought she was taken hostage but nah she might have been the mastermind of this bitch (laughs) and uh, for 11 days they was able to be on the run until it was brought to a tragic end um, in which she uh, tragically actually killed herself uh, as opposed to being arrested And Casey was apprehended but that was a wild story bro
1: yeah
0: I I wish I it makes me feel like
1: going back to school and studying psychology so I could understand the G that, that inmates have because
0: like Something happened like that in Upstate New York too, right? Like, yeah, Escape from Dannemora. It's a Ben Stiller produced uh, uh movie. Uh, you could check it out. But yeah, that happened out out here, and that was the lady helped the two inmates. That was they was. I mean, they were both smashing at different periods <laughs> at the time while while they were locked up. But I don't know if she, what she thought was going to happen, and I think she wanted them to kill her husband too.
1: That's crazy. <laughs> this so know, know much a, this that hurt as a as a, as a spouse like. I can't even imagine my wife flirting with another. I can't even imagine her taking free coffee from a male barista. Like my, That's how insecure I am. And most men are like that.
0: <laughs> he worked and, in the gym. The, the,
1: the husband worked there. Oh, man. So ma- I do that work? <laughs> yo, imagine, yo, imagine you worked at like... H and R Block, not even a jail, and your wife had a crush on the next your coworker. You like him, <laughs> him, this dude.
0: Oh man, nah, it doesn't. But just that, I didn't watch that a miniseries fully. I watched um, a little bit of it. I actually do want to finish it, but there is something to be said that I think there's a study that needs to be done about uh, people that work in prisons and people that work in schools. Cause there's something about when you enter that building that I believe certain individuals forget their roles, right? They forget that I'm the CO, They forget I'm the teacher. And I think sometimes they become, they think they're part of the the group that they're watching over. You know what I'm saying? Like this actually just happened. Another police, uh, another um, escape happened at a juvenile facility. This lady, uh, which was, she was like 21 years old. She's a CO helped three um, underage inmates escape. <laughs> like, what was the game plan? Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, what? what where's the, the? I don't even know, where, where did you think this was going to lead to? Were you all going to get to Mexico? Like, what is going on here? <laughs> like, this is, is. is I think this. and then you hear it with like, um a lot of like female teachers that will have sex with male students. Like, you'll talk to them and you'll realize something's not connecting. Like, something's not there. She's still like, she still thinks she's 17 years old. You know what I'm saying? She still thinks she's 15 years old. Like she doesn't realize she's past a certain point and now she's now she's going through a glass wall that shouldn't be broken <laughs> by right. by ha- having relations with this student or inmate or something like that. Like, you know what I'm saying? So I think there definitely needs to be some type of study done on that. Cause I I I do and I'm sure it happens in other places too, right? I'm sure there's there's other facilities where that must occur. But those two are like the most prevalent, I think, of institutions where you're like you're not supposed to have sex with the students. You're not supposed to have sex with, the, but but for some reason you see it happening, right? That at a lot. It's not it's not like a a one to, a one off. That must
1: be difficult. How are you, how are you going to find the subjects to to participate in you you know you you can find the victims that you know that you can yeah, yeah, yeah. find. You probably have to find if, people if, that
0: were already convicted of it and see how much willing they're they're taught they are to talk about it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's
1: like when when serial killers be like Charles Manson be given like the interview like yeah this is how I
0: did it probably
1: mm-hmm. one of those joints.
0: I seen a Dateline about a teacher that had uh, I think she had a child with a student actually and then she had to go to jail. Um, but like they just the interview with her. I'm pick I picked up on certain things. I was like yo she's not together mentally. Like she she probably doesn't even realize she did something wrong. You know what I'm saying, but she was willing to talk about it. So I guess, like in that type of way, maybe after they get convicted of a crime. But it's just now, nah, there's something to be said there. Like what you, you, she said this lady worked for uh, I'm uh, sorry, Vicky White worked there for like twenty something years and never had an incident. <laughs> like what, just and then just up and sold her house, up and sold all her belongings, and was like, all right, let's go, <laughs> ride or die. <laughs> man, that's crazy, man. Terrible man. story. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. But, yeah, it's... it's. But, I mean, glad, luckily they were caught because he was a, a violent um, inmate. You know what I'm saying? That they definitely could have been hurting more people and definitely, so it's a good thing that they're caught. Um, sad story for shorty. Um, but, you know what I mean? It's, I guess, the way it goes sometimes, man. Keith. Yeah. I got another new segment for you, brother. This one is called Move the Needle. There's some things that happen, right? But there's so many stories that go on. We can't even talk about it all. So, I'm going to hit you with, like, You know, some subjects, you let me know which one moves the needle for you. And that's the one we're going to talk about it, man. Uh, First up in baby news, um, which one moves the needle for you, brother? Britney Spears suffers a miscarriage after announcing her pregnancy um, early or Rihanna gave birth to a healthy baby boy.
1: Uh, 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 Of course I'm going to pick Rihanna. What the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) After talking about (laughs) our last two topics, uh, I will gladly pick Rihanna and ASAP. Man, that is awesome news.
0: Hell yeah, congratulations to ASAP Rocky and uh, Rihanna. um, Welcoming a healthy baby boy uh, this past uh, May 13th. Just on May thirteenth, man. Haven't announced the name quite yet, but um, shout out to them, man. That was that's beautiful. You know what I'm saying? Just how Rihanna? How old is Rihanna? She has to be like mid thirties, right? Yeah, probably early thirties, mid thirties, yeah, thirty four. Yeah. Um, Nicki Minaj, I think, had her kid. She she's probably in her mid thirties. It's like you, it, I I get got the perception that a lot of these girls were told, you know, your career, you're this, you're that. You know what I'm saying? Like. And it looked like they were able to have their career, have their success, and then still be able to go on to, you know, create families and have it all. And maybe Beyonce kind of laid out the, the blueprint for that, right? Like, yo, you don't yeah. got to, like, give up the industry or nothing like that to go start a family or or, or do what you got to do. You know what I mean? Like, just get your success. Get your fame. Don't don't feel like you have to conform to this industry's rules of, you know what I mean, you'll always be performing, always be dancing, always on the hamster wheel. Like, Rihanna don't got to make another song again. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So she she's in a really good place and and, and even better. Ah, it sucks that ASAP Rocky's going through some legal trouble though.
1: Is it bad? Is legal trouble?
0: Uh, they said he shot somebody. He got arrested coming back in from vacation. Um and I guess one of the ASAP members supposedly snitched on him. Wow. Okay. Yeah. But hopefully he's able to fight that, you know, hopefully. So. I, it just sounds wild. Like they said it happened out in L.A. and it happened a couple months ago, but they just never they, they caught him coming back in, I guess, um, in customs from a vacation. But it's just I don't know. The whole story just seems a little weird. But I, I really hope he's able to fight that because I hate when people got beautiful things going on in their life. Like he was just about to have a kid and then somebody brought up cheating allegations. You know what I'm saying? Just about to have a kid. Then he got arrested. So I'm, I'm hoping that he can actually enjoy this beautiful time in his life yeah man that's really cool man like now that Rihanna doesn't
1: make music like she has such a mystique around her like when she pops up it's special you know what I'm (laughs) saying I I feel almost like I don't know there's a question for you like who you have a a party and you could choose either Rihanna or Beyonce but both of them can't come which one like would you which one would you want to invite to create like buzz for your party like People be like, yo! I, wow, I gotta show
0: up to that shit. That's a good question. Um, I don't. I think you're good either way, right? Like, <laughs> like I think yeah, you the the man either way. But um, shit. I don't know, Beyonce. I don't. I, I kind of want to talk to Beyonce and just like like not in an interview or nothing like that. But like, kind of just really see where her head is at because she seems really guarded. Um, yeah. but nah, like you said, I think you, you're good either way. Like Rihanna seems like a really interesting chat too. You know what I'm saying? So um, I guess maybe just be, uh, Beyonce. Tells, let you in on what she wants to let you in on but uh, you know you, you she wants to keep something private she will and she also seems kind of shy so she's not like overly like yo this is you know what I mean like uh, boisterous when she walks in the room she seems, seems kind of to herself kind of guarded so I don't know I, I, I probably would want to kick it with Beyonce a little bit but I'm happy it's as a hell. tough one though yeah a tough one like a motherfucker <laughs> like a motherfucker like what uh, Nikki or, would, or Cardi B who, who, who you want at your party Nikki or Cardi B I don't know <laughs> Well, Cardi B that's easy why is that
1: Uh, she just seems interesting man like she just seems like the most interesting woman in the world like she look <laughs> mad like mad fun and like if she spazz on somebody it, it would probably just be fun she probably spazz and be like, I need to spazz on you because you, you, you crossed the line or something but let's get back to this party and then drop the needle right back on the record what about Beyonce Rihanna Probably Rihanna, man, because yeah. her, her, <laughs> her career has taken a fascinating, uh, uh, just a fascinating turn just as far as, like, her, her business acumen and stuff. And just, like, how'd how how how'd you make that transition?
0: Yeah. No, no, yeah, exactly. Like, I would, I would love to yeah, talk to her about that, like, just the Fenty Savage, where that idea came from, and... How it just worked out? Because I'm sure she's not the first one to go that direction. But why it worked out for her, I guess, as opposed to other people, I'd love to uh, find out something about that. Something some interesting you mentioned with Cardi B too is like I feel like back in the day, right? You would ex, you would expose a woman, be like, yo, I'm, I'm a her nudes, right? You, you'll leak her nudes or something like that. And I don't know, maybe that's just where we're at in society. But I feel like someone like Cardi B is like, I don't give a fuck. I used to, <laughs> you know, what I used to do for a living. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it, there's no like slut shaming women. I guess, nowadays, when they embrace it, right? When they embrace, like, this is my life. This, when, when someone's trying to hide and put up a different front, then I guess it's easy to slut shame. But it's like when you're your authentic self and we know who you are and you're like, yo, this is what it is, You can't. it's, it's kind of untouchable. Yeah, it, it, I think
1: authenticity is popular. Like, it's just true, true authenticity. Like, mm-hmm. I, you get the sense, like, yo, like, Cardi B is really like that like she just say yo you know I was a dancer like just all this shit is just out there and she embraces it and I think it's a, it's some inspiration just for a lot of people like yo I could be a professional and be authentic I guess with some with some caveats to that. but for the most part be be fucking authentic
0: mm-hmm. no it's, it's, it's a good it's a good like uh filter I even thought about it for some reason it's on subject but like when Nas dropped Ether right I remember it was like Yo, how do you bounce back, you know, post Biggie and Pac? How do you post back, bounce back on somebody saying, yo, I, I messed with your baby moms? You know what I'm saying? I did this. Like, it's over, right? What do you say? And Nas is just like, I don't give a fuck. I'm not even going to address that. I'm just going to diss right. you. <laughs> and straight up just murder you on the record back to back to back to back to back, like line after line after line, with a point where you're like, Oh, I don't even get it. he could've fucked Nas's moms. You know, <laughs> you don't give it. a it's like, yo, you, the the bars is better, you know what I'm saying? The bars, yeah. the bars are, so it's like, yeah, just I guess being authentic to yourself. People are always gonna try to hold something against you or put something on you. Um and it's just like, yo, when you're your authentic self, it really can't hurt. Not that it really can't hurt you, because I'm sure everybody goes through they go through. But, you know what I'm saying? It's it's an easier bounce back as opposed to, I guess, when you're trying to put up a front. Like Will Smith, I feel like Will Smith is in a weird place because he was trying to put on this perfect image. And we've seen it crack. Right? And like And we've seen it, like, in front of our face. Like, he, the pressure got to him. You know what I'm saying? Right. And it's just like embrace, like, no one would have been like, yo, and I'm not that I'm saying the slap is related to what he went through with the August Alcina shit, but I don't think anyone would have been like, I think trying to pretend as if you're happy about it and go through it and do a whole red table talk, that's that's weird, you know what I'm saying? Because no one's happy about that, you know what I'm saying? And it, 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 it leads to cracking, it leads to, you know what I'm saying? At some point, you just, you can only put up that for, smile for so long, and sometimes you just gotta take the L and, and, and bounce back word uh keep running real long on time man so before we get up out of here um move the needle i need to know man what moved the needle for you uh taylor swift speaks at the nyu commencement or steph curry graduating from davidson steph curry joint was a cool one like
1: you hear a lot about people saying yo man my mom just wanted me to graduate like that that was it even if they they don't need no degree for no reason like she just wanted to see me graduate and like for him to, to 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 do that that was really cool Then his thesis was about uh um equal pay gender gender equality sports and equal pay mm-hmm. and stuff like that like that that was really cool and then that happened just around the same time as the the US women's and men's soccer teams they're going to get paid equal amounts. So I oh, think Oh, like, are
0: they okay, that was a long fight. They've been they've been fighting that for a while. Shout out to the women's soccer. Yeah, team. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I
1: think they're going to like put the I don't know how how the money is like how how that works exactly, but they're going to put the money in a pool and then each team they they'll, they'll get paid they'll get paid the same, which is dope cuz the as a, and I'm not a big soccer fan, but the the men suck and the women are really, really good.
0: And they're more famous. So, the women team
1: are right, more famous. And they're, and, mm-hmm. and they're more famous. They're interesting. But they say that, that men's soccer just gets more eyeballed. So, like, that's where a lot of the money comes from.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But, you know, I mean, really, the women should get paid more in this particular case. But I guess this is a step in the right direction.
0: Yeah. But um, shout out to Steph Curry. Um, recently, Megan Thee Stallion graduated. graduated. Um, Anthony Anderson just graduated from Howard University, which is dope. Um, the Steph Curry one was interesting because I've never heard of Davidson College before Steph Curry. I'm not sure if you have, Keith. Um, but before Steph Curry played, you know, in, the, in that famous um, March Madness, I wasn't even familiar with the college. And they actually were not putting him in the Hall of Fame. They stuck to their guns like, you didn't graduate from here. We can't put you in the Hall of Fame. Despite him winning MVPs, despite him winning world championships, they were like, you got to get this degree. <laughs> Which is kind of corny, but I guess it's kind of like cool in the sense that they stuck to their guns on that and then just like cave for Steph Curry. Um, yeah. But, yeah, shout out to him. He went back, did what he had to do, man. Shout out to Steph. Uh, Keith, one last one before we get up out of here. Which one moved the needle for you, brother? Um three in this one actually jack harlow's album release um after his appearance at the uh kentucky derby um your man bad bunny has four songs on the top 10 uh spanish language songs no english in them which is the first time four of them have been in the top 10 on the billboard charts or your man kendrick dropping a fire album which one moved the needle for you this week brother i mean for me
1: because I didn't hear about the other two. The Kendrick album, Move the Needle. But that Bad Bunny factoid is, is interesting. Mm-hmm. Four, in them, four top, you said top 10? Yeah, four, four in, songs that, in the top 10. That's crazy. That's a crazy stat. Yeah. Spanish yeah. language. I mean, shout out to diversity. Shout out to artistry. My God.
0: hmm And it's like, yeah, there's some stiff competition. <laughs> Stiff competition, like the, the Jack Harlow is, you know, he moves, he moves, nu- he moves uh, numbers, and and Kendrick is a beast. Um, that Kendrick album though, is lit. I can't I, I, that Bad Bunny album. It might be hard. I didn't, I haven't had a chance to check it out yet. But that Kendrick album, I listened to Jack Harlow's album too, and I was, I was really impressed. That Kendrick is different though, man. Like the the joint he got with Summer Walker, Ghostface. Um, that the we cry together joint where he's arguing with his girlfriend. I think might be the hardest track on there for me. Um, it's it's a fire album, bro
1: yeah it's dope man i was telling you offline that it reminds me like old school albums that came on cd where you take out the booklet and shit skits and just <laughs> the, the sequencing
0: of the songs and everything like it was just it's an what album, is it though you just sit what, what is giving it that old school because i had that same feeling too and i can't put my finger on it what is giving it that old school hip-hop is it the beats is it the the way the, the tracks flow into each other i don't i'm not sure but i got that same feeling you just mentioned i think it's everything but particularly it just feels
1: like it it, you take time with it like either you want to listen to it or not but if you listen to it you got to take time with it like you can't just kind of jump in and bang out ten, ten three 10 three minute songs and just and then and then that same artist just drops another one later in the year like it feels like it was been like five years since his last album like it feels like he actually been doing something in that five years
0: Definitely. Versus definitely. just dropping 10, 10, 10 or 12 tracks. Do you like that more from artists where they kind of give you a break and then drop a project? Or do you like to that period? I guess maybe the Drake approach where I might not drop an album this year, but I'm still going to give you three bangers and a couple features?
1: I guess they have to do that. You got to you got to stay hot for the most part. You got to stay relevant. And you got to just you got to put something out there. And I guess it's easier to distribute your music nowadays, so you don't have to cook cook up a whole LP just to to have a release date and all that stuff. But I mean, what I personally prefer. I mean, my, I'm an old ass dude, so I prefer to always people to you know take a year or two off and they they drop their joint and it's like some, like a full fully baked project.
0: Yeah no nah, no nah, definitely shout out to kendrick man definitely took his time and uh dropped a banger so go out and check that album out it is called mr morale and the big steppers kendrick's on there a lot too i remember when rick had told us kendrick's on there i, was, I didn't understand what he was meant. i thought he meant like features but no nah, kendrick is definitely oh not kendrick i mean um kodak black is definitely uh mm-hmm. on the album heavy um but yeah keith that's another episode in the books brother always a pleasure doing an episode with you man uh where can my people find you at big keith
1: Instagram, Mima underscore
0: 35. Find your boy, uh, DJ Playboy, on Instagram, at Plicka Peasy, P-L-I-C-C-A-P-E-E-Z-Y. Also on Twitter, at DJ Playboy. Um, follow Perfect Talk Podcast on Instagram, at Perfect Talk Radio. Also check out our website, www.perfecttalkpodcast.com. Com. got some big changes coming up so uh, stay tuned for that um also 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 you can find every episode of perfect talk podcast on Apple Podcasts Google Podcasts SoundCloud iHeartRadio um feel like a oh, Spotify you know what I mean everywhere your podcast are sold so go out check that out you know what I mean leave a rating leave a like leave a review because we like that around here um Keith today is may 21st would have been the 50th birthday of the notorious big rest in peace christopher wallace um you will always be loved you know brooklyn and beyond um i think the empire state building is going to be the colors of uh the ready to die uh album um which is dope i know that there are several uh things going out around the city um including uh uh, there's gonna be like a uh, one of the orchestras are, are gonna have a show in June, um, to commemorate his his fiftieth birthday, um, as well as a box set of uh, I believe Ready to Die that's dropping. Um, so a lot of dope things going on, man, Biggie been a huge influence on my life man um i remember when i heard unbelievable for the first time and i was like what is this with the r kelly sample and everything and it was just like it was dude is spitting man like and i know this is a hard one and i'm about to put you on the spot with, without any prep but if you had to pick one notorious big song to be on a desert island with man what is that biggie song that you would rock to
1: man one song Maybe two if you need. Okay. If you need
0: two, you could go two.
1: Well, <laughs> uh, one is juicy. Mm-hmm. I think that, I think so. Unbelievable is the first Biggie song I ever heard. And that, that hit hard, mm-hmm. but like something about juicy was just like that's big. Like when that shit hit the radio like that, like wow, this this dude never heard anything like this before, and it's still one of the dopest songs ever. Now mm-hmm. you said two. Another one. Let me see man that's a sky's the limit now sky's the limit is not one of the best songs but you said if i'm on desert island and i, I have to play two songs two biggie songs over and over i just it's just to diversify it's smooth it's kind of motivational a little bit so i think i guess both of them i guess i'm just Motivation, a motivational yeah. dude because both of them both of them's kind <laughs> of them's kinda motivational
0: very inspirational <laughs> yeah songs you picked right there man um yeah, Juicy definitely gets me motivated. And, and Sky's the Limit, you know, makes you feel like keep going. So, yeah, you're right about that, man. A lot of rappers got uh white people to say the N-words at concerts and in the club. But uh I think Biggie might have hit the hardest when he's like, uh, if you don't know, now you know, nigga. White people love that part. Hell <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, man, the whole the whole club chanting that shit. <laughs> but, yeah, nah, Biggie definitely had his influence on the world, man. And I'm not going to lie, 20 some years later, you know what I'm saying? The fact that I think... I don't even see Tupac's birthday celebrated as heavy or like just, you know what I mean? Even March, I, I wasn't big on celebrating March 9th because I'm not big on celebrating someone's death day. But um, yeah. for years, you know, that was the big thing. March 9th was the big one. But the fact that like, and I think a lot of it has to do with uh, P. Diddy still being famous, you know what I mean? Um, to the point where he where he just hosted the Billboard uh, Awards last week. So I think Diddy had a big part in pushing Biggie's legacy. But the fact that we still talking about him 20 something years later after his death, man, that's you did it big with two albums. <laughs> you did it, bro. Did, that's the crazy bit.
1: part man It' it's just two albums or he's like 24 at, at at his death something like that mm-hmm. that's crazy that, that, and I think I, th- I think Biggie you were able to connect with him more whereas Tupac who was about the same age he was like maybe 26 or something like that at his, something like, he was basically both very young dudes but Tupac we done seen like four or five Tupacs while he was famous
0: mm-hmm.
1: and I guess this is difficult to to connect. I love this music, the whole persona was very entertaining, but like Biggie's, like oh that's Biggie, the same dude who came out was more or less the, the same dude who left, except he wore that fedora, that fancy fedora all the time, <laughs> and the kangol and shit. But otherwise, same dude, and that's kind of like you having a certain affection for him. It's like it's like yo that's Brooklyn. Uh I know I don't I know this is supposed to be a short segment just ask, you know just to check out but real quick like this comedian Tony Baker mentioned that you know people identify Tupac as West Side but I think he was like born in New York and and grew up in in like the DMV area but then mm-hmm. like he moved out to Oakland like I don't know you know what I'm saying he doesn't sound West Coast to me but it's like oh he said West Side so therefore he's West Side mm-hmm. Biggie there's no doubt it's Brooklyn. Like, there's no. Oh, you think he's from Queens? Or oh, he he was kind of born in Jamaica. I don't think he was, but you know, his mom's Jamaican. Mm-hmm. But like, he's Brooklyn. Like, you know, even if you're not from Brooklyn, it's like, yo, that's that's Brooklyn right there. That's Biggie, and I think that kind of it, it, it made it easier to to fuck with him.
0: Yeah, no, you make that's 100 percent. When you are uh, anchored down in one locale. It makes it a lot easier for that locale to get behind you, whereas as Tupac, even after his death, I found out certain things about him. I'd be like, oh, he lived there? Oh, he he spent time there, you know what I'm saying? Like, you didn't even know, so it's just like, and then he, he had, you know, a prison sentence that, you know, took years out of his life that he could have been out here making more of an impact, you know what I mean? So, um, yeah, it, 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 it's Biggie, you, you did your part, man, rest in peace. Just, we're going to keep the legacy alive. As a Brooklyn knight, it definitely inspires me. Um, Even the way the Brooklyn Nets get behind them, and they play so much Biggie, and and they had the Biggie and Flavored Coogee, you know, jerseys at one time. Um, It's, it's, yo, the two albums, bro. (laughs) The impact, you do it. You just, sky's the limit, like Keith said, and we're going to keep repping your legacy. So, uh, Biggie, rest in peace. You know, shout out to everybody out there. You know what I mean? Stay blessed. Brooklyn, stand up. Um, what, one last question, and then we check check out. What
1: city? What city would like if they were to make an anthem for for the city or town would we'll pick a Tupac song?
0: What city you said?
1: Yeah, or, or you want me to say what, like the city and the song, like Brooklyn would pick a Biggie song for, for um, you know, or what, Brooklyn's gonna pick the Biggie song. Like what city out there would say, yo, let's pick this Tupac song as our anthem?
0: L A. Maybe I think LA, he did a lot for L A. Yeah. in terms of just even even if they might not have seen him there as as for the amount of time that he went to as like a, a a Nipsey or a Snoop or something like that. I think with songs like "To Live and Die in L.A., California Love, um, L A. could definitely get behind Tupac with pride. Definitely, yeah. Um, and in New York, and so, so you know, certain songs, you know, I mean, they 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 might identify this as more of a New York sound when he was out there making songs like that. So it's 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 a uh, I, I just think it's a dope thing as these people to after you pass away for your music to still be living on to this day so it's it's hopefully people listen to my podcast <laughs> you know what I'm saying after we ain't here no more Keith they still rocking out to us so you know what I mean definitely them brothers have taught us a lot in terms of legacy so uh, peace and blessings man Uh, you know what I'm saying keep enjoying your birthday month I got a birthday coming up so you know send some shout outs to your boy and uh, we gonna keep it moving man say goodbye to the people brother peace peace